Hello and welcome to What Are You Up To with Alex and Hojip, a podcast where Alex and I um, aggressively try to catch up with our high school friends. Um, I'm Hojip and with me is always the Tinkerbell to my Peter Pan because he keeps trying to get me to smell this weird powder. Alex, how are you doing? Listen, there's a reason why me, Tinkerbell, is so pretty and you're not. You gotta smell the powder, man. What the hell are you talking uh, I'm, about? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, just uh, just just here in Sweden, you know, pretty late at night, doing doing our thing. Uh, I think by this by this point, everyone knows you're in Sweden. You have to keep saying that. I'm gonna say it every time. There's a reason why I don't it's, keep it's, saying. It's an important I'm, reminder. I'm not in America. No, no, you gotta be like, yeah, I know it's uh, it's two ten, it's two ten a.m. What um, time is it for I'm, you? I'm here in the. It's like it's like two ten a.m. Uh, like fifteen seconds approximately. Oh, uh, what? Uh, the year is twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, th- I think we're in June right now. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think, dude. But it feels like we're in like 2025. Yeah, dude. I, I feel. I feel like we're in like 30, 31. No, I honestly. think we're like. I think we're in like 2035, almost 36. No, I mean, if, I mean, if you could, if you compare this year to last year, it's like it's like two totally different years. Yeah, exactly. It just right. feels like it's, it's two like totally two different centuries, times. Two different yeah. centuries. Yeah, oh, almost yeah, exactly. like two decades, maybe two eras, I think, I would say. I, I would, I would no, say I'm millennia. Not ex- I'm not an expert. Two different millennia. Oh, two millennia. Different light years. Light, light years. years. Yeah. I that's think a good, that's good word. Oh. You're a unit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we, uh, we welcome our guest, Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing, buddy? We had a good niche. We have a good niche. Niche. What? How does it? How do people yeah. pronounce it? Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Nietzsche. I think it's Nietzsche. No, no I'm, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Nikkei. Nikkei. <laughs> Nikkei. Nikkei. So my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Nikkei. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was. I was like, we already have a niche audience for this anyway. So why reach out to strangers when we have? People who graduated from Christopher Newport University and mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I guess our, our main audience is going to be like our uh, Instagram followers because we're gonna we're gonna market this primarily through our Instagram through our Insta story. Oh, but don't okay. say it like that. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be an Instagram influencer. You don't want to be an Instagram <laughs> you don't influencer. No, I don't. I don't. Dude, isn't that isn't that the dream job? All you I do think is that's just like the goal of everybody and... in 2020. Yeah, for uh, sure. Nah, I'd rather be. Wait, why do you want to be, be Insta? I don't want to be. I want to be famous online, but not through Instagram. I think maybe webcam stuff. Ooh, wait, wait. <laughs> what? What kind of? What kind of webcam, webcam stuff are we talking? No, about? No, you're like instructional videos, like Twitch Ooh. live stream webcam. Yeah, I can go on Twitch, but instructional videos. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love her, like, it can go on Twitch, but, you know, also other platforms. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah you know, like, <laughs> we'll on, OnlyFans. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> OnlyFans, uh, Pornhub. So, let's get to it. Aaron, how, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I am at, in California with my family and my fiance Helen. So, and then today we just went and picked up a piano. So we, I've been putting that together all this morning. So. You picked up a piano all by yourself. What, what kind of piano? 
just a digital piano, like a keyboard. My, oh. parents, my parents wanted a piano in the house. And so um, we bought one online and then went to like the store to pick it up. And then we had to. Okay. So it wasn't, nice. it's not, it's not unrealistic for you to pick up a piano by yourself. Cause it was a light one. It wasn't a it was grand light. piano. It was that digital. You had to carry I thought you had like a grand piano in your back. Oh, you just had like a, oh, a virtual, backpack. a virtual piano, not, not it's even like, a real life well, piano. No, no, it's a, it's a digital electronic keyboard. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right. Okay. Aaron, I remember, Aaron, we're going around talking about our first memories of people. And my very first memory of you is yet to come. <laughs> you have yet to have I'm out. I'm out of ideas. I'm all out. Um, no, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to say it was definitely, it was definitely, first memory was probably in middle school. Uh But my favorite memory, I'm going to talk about my favorite memory because, you know, we're very close friends. Yep. And my favorite memory is when when, uh, our senior year in CA for soccer APAC, this was our last Mm -hmm. game against Brent when this was our fifth and sixth place game. We played Brent in the morning. We beat them three to one. And Yumi and George each scored a piece in that game. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the final game, the fifth or sixth place game, um, Nathan Sims scored the first goal. They scored the second goal, and then with like three minutes to go, Aaron yeah. Brantingham scores the last goal. Yeah, I have game. it on video too. It's like a, to win the game. Yeah, to win the game, and then he comes running to me wow. and only me, Alex. There was nobody else. Yeah. He ran to. He comes running to me yeah. and jumps on me, bro. And I was yeah. like, and jumps on both, you, huh? And I unfortunately didn't catch him, but. We, <laughs> I think we both fell. Like it was kind of like, yeah. yes, no. It was like a, it was like two fish, two fish right. colliding. That's no, my favorite was. memory. That was mm. a good memory. So I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember my first memory of um, of Aaron, but I, I do have friend. a like, a, I do have like a favorite memory of Aaron, and it was it was one time in Chinese class where like it was it was your turn to like read out in the textbook out loud for the class, and yeah. uh, you got to a point where you like you you like said something incorrectly. You said. Uh, blah 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 blah. Tamada. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and which, like, you didn't even realize it. You didn't realize which, it. Like which, the, which, the which translates to what? Uh, I mean, like, you know, like kind of like, like, fuck your mom, kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> um, and uh, the teacher, the teacher, like, instantly like burst out laughing, and I was like, oh, dude, did he really just say that? And oh, I didn't know God. what I said either. I was because I had thought yeah. I was saying it correctly, like what I was reading, and obviously I didn't say it correctly. <laughs> And then I didn't know that word anyways. And so I had just accidentally stumbled across a word that I was like, not supposed to say. We were yeah. in Chinese class a lot together. We had, I think you- we had like every class together, I, every Chinese class together. Actually, I remember when I first got to middle school or yeah, middle school, they placed me in your Chinese class for like, for like three minutes. And then, <laughs> and then they realized how I could speak zero lick of Mandarin, ooh! But, the white well, teacher realized her mistakes. Like, oh, he's 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 Asian, but he's not Chinese. Exactly. Oh, I that's think that's awkward. the decision that happened. <laughs> yeah, because they, they just immediately threw me into like a HM four class, and I was like, How did it take I, her take take her three minutes to realize that though? Because I didn't I mean, say anything like, until minute two fifty nine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when she asked you what your name was, and you went, uh, 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 um, it's Friday today. Yeah. Bathroom. Uh, Bathroom? Bathroom? Uh, uh, water? We're, we're in China, I think. 
Tamada? Yes, yes, China. Mm. Tamada? Tamada? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Aaron, what have yes, you been is. up to? I know you're finishing up your uh, grad school, right? Your 4 plus 1 yep, program? Yeah, 4 plus 1. I just I finished a couple weeks ago. Mm. So I, I graduated. I got my diploma. I got my mm. master's. So nice and i and then as of like a week ago i was placed and i got my first job so where 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 i'm all set up for next year i'm uh, I'm working not homeschooling (laughs) 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 i'm really just a nanny i'm I'm, it's they call it homeschooling yeah right right where we're teaching yourself right Exactly. I'm just teaching <laughs> myself. I'm, I'm a homeschool homeschool teacher for myself. You know, I I'm teaching I myself the piano. piano. The piano, yes, yeah, yeah. The piano that we just got. But yeah, where'd no. you where'd you get placed? So I so the CNU the the school that I went to or the that I've been going to college at is in Newport News, Virginia, and so Newport News Public Schools, like the district around there. That's right. where I did my, that's where I did my student teaching this whole past semester, and then. Um, at the beginning of my student teaching experience, they offered me a job like for next year. And so I was hoping to get placed at the school that I did my student teaching at because I already know a lot of the other teachers. I already know, you know, some of the students and I know that their JV soccer coach is leaving. So I can be the JV soccer coach, you know, all, oh, that, nice. kind of, all, wow. all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I, and then I got an email like a week ago that they wanted to place me at the at school at Denby high school. So I'm going to be Mr. Brantingham, the social studies teacher at Denby High School. Ah, oh, gross. That is so cool, man. That is so cool, though. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't that... yet know exactly what classes I'm going to teach. Oh, okay. But, social studies. But I mean, so I, you're... social studies, I'm, I'm technically certified to teach like six or seven different classes. I have to oh, be able wow. to teach, like, besides just history, I do government, economics, uh, geography, sociology, anthropology, you know, all that kind of stuff. I would avoid anything political right now. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, if I get placed with a government class or a sociology I would, class, If you do get into place to a government class, just start yeah. the class with guys. F the government. And then you'll be, <laughs> yeah, Guys, goodbye. This class is no, no Branting longer. Branting him. Branting oh, him. Dude, you're going to be, you know what, Aaron? I'm, you're going to be so surprised. And how young the kids are going to be. Oh, don't worry. I've already felt that. Right. I'm like, these high school kids who I was, because I did my student teaching with high schoolers. Yeah. The, all of them, even the seniors. I'm like, you're, you're a senior in high school? No, no it's like two, they're born in <laughs> 2004. Uh-huh. 2003. Wait, wait. Wait, really? Yeah. Seniors in high school this past year. They're, they're 17 years old, so they're Fre- 2003. Wait, seniors? Fresh, freshmen in high school. Oh, oh you're right. Oh, my God. What? That's that's when we were like wait no, no sorry not twelve years old yeah, two thousand eight two thousand eight yeah and the the crazy thing with the we're getting old. <laughs> great math skills Alex yeah the, <laughs> the funniest well it's, I guess it's not funny but like all these kids like you try and use like you know examples that they would understand so like you know two thousand eight financial crisis all of them were born after that like or you talk about like nine eleven and to them nine eleven is the same as like for us like you know, the Soviet Union dissolving, like going away. Like we don't remember that. Right, at all. Right, like, right. I have a problem with that right now, going back to school after military because mm. everyone is my sister's age now. So oh, I have, yeah, yeah. I have to, identif- I have to identify with kids three years younger than me. And one kid, my one Indian friend, um, he's wants to go out so much, like go out drinking and partying until like the sun, sun rises. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he's like, I'm going to do the accent. He's like, 
bro, just come out and uh, drink with us, bro. And I'm like, no, it's I'm too tired right now. It's like, bro, come on. It's our last night together, please. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's still the first semester. It's not our last night together. It's we like, literally met yesterday. Yeah, it's like, bro, please, please, don't, come on, don't be shy. He always says that. Don't be shy. I uh, hope he watches this, or listens to this podcast. So, how have you guys felt like you changed through so far from leaving high school? Yeah, Alex, what what do you think? Mm. So for me, I kind of had the reverse thing where I, you know, I moved to Sweden and yeah. everyone everyone was like a year and a half to two years older than me in my age in my in my in my grade. Um, so I, I kind of had, I kind of had to like mature a little bit faster, I feel like, um, yeah. cause I mean like Swedes are now generally like a lot, a lot more independent than like most Americans, most, uh, Asians, I would say. Independent or lonely? Um, yeah, but both, both, a bit of both, you know, they go, they go hand in hand a little bit. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, but yeah. So I, yeah, I, I definitely come. To being able to be more independent and being able to be like sufficient on your own. But yeah. then, you know, right, right. if you're, if you're and... just suppress that depression <laughs> mm, exactly no but i mean i mean swedes start working uh when they're like 15 14 i mean they get they get like summer jobs for the whole summer hey what they, do they, they what are out. um what are working hours like in sweden for the summer um yeah i mean pr- pretty standard i would say i mean it really depends on what Aaron, you're you know the sun doesn't set until like 10 p.m in the summer in sweden right yeah, oh yeah, yeah. until like midnight or like 11 yeah. 30 and, and then they what get, time does it rise? Like three a.m. Like one, like two a.m. Probably two a.m. Okay. So we have like what? Yeah, we have like two and a half hours, three hours of like. So criminals. Is it the opposite when you're like yeah. in the middle of the winter or the yeah. start of the unfortunately, summer? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, it is. And I, yeah. I experienced yeah. that firsthand. Yeah. Obviously, it it's is. not quite to that extent uh, in Shanghai, but I rem- I still remember in Shanghai, like at the beginning of the soccer season, you'd go home after practice and it's pitch black. But then by the end of the soccer season. You're oh going, oh, yeah. It's really light outside by the end of practice. Right, right, and you're right, like, right. Oh. And we, yeah, and we go through <laughs> such a drastic change of temperature too. Mm-hmm. The beginning of season is mm. cold as hell. And, and we played in the snow sometimes. Mm. Yeah. And in when Shanghai? It, yeah. yeah. And in games, Wait, really? when it's raining and it's so cold, you, I'm so scared to get hit by the ball because that hurts like crazy. Oh, yeah. That leaves, like that leaves a mark. <laughs> yeah. No, the worst, then, the worst is the ass cheek. And the, <laughs> the ass cheek with that? Oh, that's the worst. You have like a mark for for weeks. <laughs> you know what hurts on the ass cheek? Dylan Gibbs. Oh god! I believe it. <laughs> Dylan Gibbs. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? About- Do you think you've changed a lot? I think I think for the, one of the biggest ways was I I was pretty inwardly pretty self absorbed, which I guess everybody is when you're like a teenager. And so I don't know. I just like think a I can frog in a well. Kind of. Yeah, I was in, a, you know, all of us were in a pretty dang small pond. And so you feel, even if you're not like, either way. So when, when I got to college, I just remember my first couple days, actually, no, my very first day, I don't know if I've ever told you this part, but my very first day on the soccer team was a couple, like a week before school started my freshman year. Um, the coach introduced me to the rest of the team. And then they were doing this, uh, they, they were all standing in a circle, like juggling. And then right yeah. when I got there, they decided to change it to, um, they were just holding it on their like foot and they were passing it back and forth, like, you know, around the circle. Yeah, and, if yeah. you, and if you dropped it, then you messed up and you had to do push-ups or do like, you know, a, a funny thing. And I dropped it every single time it got to me, like every single time. <laughs> like, oh no. It always went around and then it got to me and I dropped it, it around and dropped it. So I was getting like really embarrassed. Like, oh my gosh, I, I can't do this. And that was the moment the coach regretted his decision. 
I know. <laughs> like, oh, why? I mean, we brought this Chinese kid. You know. this, this white looking Chinese kid. Chinese the, kid. The, the, the entire soccer team told me that the coach had never specified that I was going to be white. They, they, he just told them, do we have a Chinese guy coming to play on the team? And all of them were really upset and disappointed that I was white. That's such a, that's the wrong, Wait, what? The, the coach knew your dad, I thought. Yeah, I know. Co- yeah, what? no, he what knew me of, really well. What kind of <laughs> your, last, your last name is Brantingham. Yeah. yeah he didn't tell hey, we have a Chinese name. guy called Aaron Brantingham joining us. Yeah. He, he didn't tell him anything besides they have, I think he said there's a kid from China coming. But, um, but yeah. Oh, so I, the only reason I tell that story, though, is that, like, I very quickly early on, that's just an example, but, like, I very quickly felt like a tiny fish in a really big pond. But then in, high, in college, it's like you actually have to, people, you know, when everybody has their groups, you have to, you know, have something to offer, it almost seems like, for them to want to bring you in. And so it took me a while right. before the soccer team was, like, mm-hmm. inviting me out to go, you know, places or things like that. So I don't know. It just it took a while for me to gain my confidence back. So that was I think the, the, way, I, the way I changed yeah, I think the way I would describe that is like imagine. Blah, 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 sorry about that. Is imagine imagine being at a party where you know nobody, and yep. but just like having no one come up to you at, the, at that party. Fucking like, disaster. You got you got you got to feel like okay being that person that no one. Why are knows, you even at that you know? party, Alex? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like that's that's kind of like what it feels like to to like Went care to too much. House. About yeah. people, people think about you. <laughs> you went to the wrong house. <laughs> Went to the wrong house. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, but that is that is kind of the idea. But that's kind of what I like about Concordia, though. I feel like you didn't really have that pressure there to like feel liked by people. You know, I mean, you, you just you had your you had your friend group, you had your core friend group, and you just let it be. That of. means that you were yeah. a little more secure. Yeah. You but I mean, or did you did you guys feel like you you were a bit or, or like more insecure back then, even in Concordia? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that was a Concordia fault thing. I think it was just me as a <clears> teenager growing up and and learning how to be more secure with who I was and not yeah. you know, somebody passed and I just, I don't I think, no, I went through all that insecure stuff um, before Concordia, maybe up to eighth grade. And I think from, uh, from my freshman year during high school, it was just trying to improve on what are my strengths. I think that's what I was mm. doing. Yeah. And some of the strengths was still making fun of people. Some of them were laughing at people's inability to do things. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> so, so those were your those were your strengths. Those are my strengths. Those are my core skills. Remember core? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that, that's what you're most proud of. Yeah, and then your, after your Alex to... after Alex left, it was bad. Because I had no target. No, no more. <laughs> you just kept making fun of Alex even though he wasn't there. That's, that's you, know, you know, you throw a dart on a dartboard, and my dartboard was gone. Right. Instead, you were just hitting me, like, in the face. <laughs> oh, gosh. What, Aaron, what was your transition to college like? Because I know you went to a smaller school than a lot of us did. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was really, you know, it was really nice. I enjoyed it. It is a very white school. That part was the weird part though. I mean, I was the only you're, white dude. In our yeah. You're used to class. being the only white guy. Yeah. But now yeah. you saw thousands of you. <laughs> I saw thousands of me. I mean, the one nice thing was I wasn't, I did have like a weird story. So like, since I grew up in China, that was not very normal. Almost everybody <clears throat> at my school. And th- this was actually the weird thing for me when I got there was 
I would ask people where they were from and like 85%, maybe 90% of the school is white. And then like out of that group of white kids, 75% of them are all from Northern Virginia. Like this, like mm. the same like region of Virginia. Yeah. All went to high and school so, and shit together. Yeah. And so I asked them like, yo, where'd you grow up? And I just knew all of them were just going to be from Nova. Like they call it Northern Virginia, Nova. Nova. And so, um, oh, that's cool. And I, and so it was a little weird because I came up, you know, I was thinking about it with you guys. It's like, we grew up in high school with like our four or five best friends were from four or five different countries. Yeah. We all had our different stories and everybody got to the point where we were all at differently. And so it was kind of interesting to ask somebody where they were from and like what their whole story was. It's a little bit weird when you get there and all of a sudden everybody's from the same spot and they all have the same experiences that you don't have. And so you have Mm -hmm. to kind of, which was nice sometimes because then they would ask me about my life and I would be super interesting to them. And people with our experiences always get uh, so much of the spotlight about uh, a bunch of, we always get uh, bombarded with questions. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite question? Oh my God. Me? My favorite question? My favorite question I always get get asked. Because I'm white. So it's like the only question I get because I'm white, they're just like, wait, you're not, you you don't, why do you not have an accent? Do people stutter uh, like that too? Do people? Yeah, kind of like you you don't speak, (laughs) you're not Chinese. You don't look Chinese. I'm just like, no, I'm not Chinese. (laughs) You don't look Chinese. That's like, that's the only one that I really get all the time. That's weird. But I'm, I'm assuming you get weirder questions just because, you know. I'm Asian. Yeah. People, the, the, the question I get the most is, oh my God, how is your English so good? (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. I've been speaking it my whole life. I would laugh. I I got that that question. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you're I English, got that you have like every day. You English, you have like no accent. <laughs> and then I go, and then I go. Actually, I've been uh, pretending this whole time. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from a Korea, I'm from a China. Okay, big boy. But uh, my, it was so funny. My, my first time in the U.S., uh, I was like 14 years old. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to I went to I went to Chicago, uh, so Illinois for like a volleyball camp and like hanging out with my family and friends and stuff. And uh, I met I met a, I met one guy at the volleyball camp who was so fascinated that I was from China, uh, and he was he was asking me he was, he was saying like dude wait you're you're from China but you you speak English but and and you're you're cool how is it possible <laughs> I, I was like dude what what are you talking about it's like no no but you're 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 like you're you're, you're cool. fun you're you're, you're, you're cool <laughs> you're chill <laughs> and like he was like he was like mind blown he was like wait what is going on. So Aaron, you're a engaged man. I am. How's that feel? It's pretty awesome. I'm enjoying yeah. it. We're we're planning. You're f- planning a wedding. If uh, so. Well, how did you? I know this is very cheesy. How did you? But how did you meet Helen on at school? So I met her freshman year. Like actually, it's funny because I, I think she was the very first. We'll be the judge of what's funny. All right. It sounds sounds good. It's yeah. it's interesting to me, but um. In hindsight, she was one of the first girls that I actually had a full conversation with, like ever at at CNU. Um, and so, when I was freshman freshman year, I the very first day I moved into the dorm, and then she and her roommate were looking for oh. somebody to help them set up their printer. And I don't think they actually needed help; they just wanted to talk to people and say hi. And so they came around. Oh. The and so me and my roommate are just now meeting, you know, for the first time, getting to know each other, setting up our room. And then two girls, you know, knock on our door and they say, "Hey, can you help us, you know, set up a printer?" And wink, wink. I, and I never set up a printer, and he never set up a printer. But of course, if two girls ask you to set up a printer freshman year, you're like, "Of course, we know how to set up." A printer. Yes, of course. I'm a, I'm a printer master. Yeah. Of course. Get me a wrench. <laughs> and, and we got to their room, and they had like six or seven other people already in their room, like just hanging out, <laughs> just, just like, working on the printer. 
Yeah, well, that's, I mean, they that's a great strategy, actually. The funniest part, I think, was that they were nobody was else was trying to like pretend they were working on the printer. I got in there like thinking I would actually try and work on the oh printer. Oh my gosh! I got in there, started working, oh, and realized, man. realized nobody actually wanted me to help work on the printer, and so I stopped. But, but no, I'm so, uh, I'm really excited. Did you guys ever hear how I proposed? No, I was going to ask you how do you, how did you propose? But the short version is just that. Um, we actually went ring shopping together. I came home from the summer and she had said, hey, instead of, we, we'd been dating for three and a half years and she was like, hey, instead of saying if and when we get married, could we just say when we get married? And I was like, yeah, maybe. So we kind of just like slowly started saying when we get married. <laughs> uh, maybe. And then, well, you know, um, you know, I'll think about it. You know, I'll give it some thought. You know? But then when we kind of said that, we started saying, hey, let's just go, hey, just in case I want to go get a ring, I want you to point out what you like just so I know what to get you. And so we went to ring shopping to a couple different places and um, we eventually found, I eventually found one that she really liked and ordered, got that and customized it a little bit. It's a whole long story of how we got to the ring, but the whole basic idea is I got the ring and then she snooped on my phone because the, 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 what's it called? The, uh, oh, the diamond store that I bought the ring from texted Jeez. me and said, Hey, your order's ready. Like your ring is ready. Come pick it up. And uh, she, she didn't snoop on my phone to see it. She just like, she was, my phone was sitting next to me and it popped up on the screen and she looked oh down. Oh my gosh. It, That's it, why it people stuck. have their phones flipped over, bro. But either way, she, and she saw it and I didn't realize that she saw it. Yeah. Um, but then um, I kind of had suspected. And so I uh, basically played this joke on her and, and I, I, she totally bought it. I basically said, hey, I went. And so I was like, hey, I think you may have seen it, but like I actually went to the diamond store today to pick up the ring and she's like oh, really and I was like yeah but um it was just to pay the final installment I actually can't go pick up the ring until next week because they have to put the diamond still in the setting it hasn't been fully assembled and she's like oh okay that makes sense and so I was like yes she 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 doesn't know it's coming and so then the next day like oh, you know a couple wow. days later a couple days later then um, I had I had her friends bring her to the ballroom which is the very, very first place we had our first date <laughs> and so I had gone to CNU and um reserved that ballroom just for 45 minutes just so I could um, set up, I set up, I set up my digital and my keyboard, yeah. my piano in there. And then um, her, I got her friends to bring her up. And so I was waiting there with my piano and she came in, I played a song for her and I sang to her. And then I led her over and I made a big scrapbook of all of the pictures that I had on my phone from our first date in the ballroom all the way to like the day before that, when I took a picture of us, like a little selfie and I made a little scrapbook. It wasn't super long. It was probably 20, you know, it was probably 40, 50 photos total. And we just kind of, I just kind of flipped through it, showing her how much mm -hmm. we'd done and all the fun memories we had and that stuff. And then I turned around and um, I had a basin of water and I washed her feet, which is like a, a thing that Jesus yeah, does yeah, in the Bible. Yeah. Wait, this, so is that, a, this is the short story, right? Yes, this is the short version of the story. Either way, <laughs> because I was watching her feet, I was already on my knees and I you know, picked up one knee and I was on my one knee and I asked her to marry me. So that's the nice. short story. Can you walk us through the technique that you use to uh, wash your feet too? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was, it was really nice. technical. I don't know if I. I don't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like a three three hour long process. Well, right? yeah. well, it sounds like you planned for it really carefully. And yeah. Respect and respect. Thank were you, you. Uh, were you very were you very nervous? I was I was pretty dang nervous. It was more just um, a couple of my best friends who were at college had left, and so I was kind of doing it all on my own. And I spent that entire day making the scrapbook. And getting everything ready and then after the proposal after i got her friends to take me there i had forgotten to ask her friends to stay so that afterwards they could help me bring all the stuff back so the minute that i'd finished like you know saying will you marry me and then we got you know we kissed and we hugged and i'm like so now first thing that we could do as an engaged couple is pick all this up and bring it to my car yeah <laughs> and then they immediately fight 
Yeah, and I was just like, no, don't make me do that. No. <laughs> so, no, but it was really fun. Aaron, is there any, everyone's binge watching stuff these days. Are you watching anything? I don't know. I haven't been watching too, too much right now. But this summer, right after I finished my master's, I, my big project was I built a, like a PC computer, like a desktop. Oh, nice. So oh, really it was a personal project. Yeah. I, built, oh, I, thought, I, built I, thought, I thought this was for your grad school thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did it after graduation and my parents, I, I was like, hey, for, you know, my, could, would you help fund and support if I uh, built a computer? And so they helped support a little bit of it. Um, but I, I had to go and like buy all the parts online and then they all came and I did slowly like assemble them together and I built a computer. Mm. So that's pretty is, it, is it like a like a gaming computer or like what, what's the main purpose of like it's, of it's par- computer? Par- partly gaming pc partly like home like office pc um newport news uses pc computers like windows and so mm. they're gonna assign they assign every teacher a laptop but it's a chromebook like a small little chromebook laptop and it's oh. it's function it's functional for teaching and what you kind of need it for <clears throat> but if you want to use anything else to do anything else with it you can't really do anything right and it's not super easy mm. to work on like as an office thing I feel like I feel like you mature a lot when you go from Mac to Windows. I feel like that's a very like <laughs> what vital the hell part. Is this of all of a sudden? No, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, if I if I reflect now, because I, I used to be a huge like Mac guy too. I used to only use Apple products. Yeah. Uh, but like like once I once I tried using a Windows like laptop or like a like a desktop whatever, uh-huh. like my life just got so much more efficient, like so much so much better. I feel like, you know, yeah. it's it's hard, it's hard to explain, but. <laughs> Okay, well, that's the time we have, Aaron. Uh, thanks so much for doing this with us. It's always it's always great to talk to you, Aaron. It's always nice yeah. to likewise, likewise, Josh around you with you. So thanks for doing this, and thanks for having me. It was so fun. Thanks a lot, Aaron. I'll be expecting well, I an eagerly await soon. to listen to this and the other ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But I'll be expecting a letter for your invitation soon. So sounds good. All right, well, thanks. Tell how I say hello and tell your family. I say hello. Tell your family that Alex didn't care. But uh, perfect. I say I say I say hello too. Yeah. <laughs> Disregard later, everything man. Hojib said. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to See you, you man. Later. Take care. Peace. Fun. What are you up to with Alex and Hojib? Is created and produced by Chincha Productions with original music by Vantage. Go check them out on Spotify. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts with new episodes coming out every Monday at midnight Eastern Standard Time.